Welcome to The G-Spot, the podcast that discusses topics relating to sex, dating and relationships with a focus on pleasure, connection and education. I'm your host, Heidi G, sex and relationship therapist, and I believe we are all entitled to a fulfilling sex life and relationships. The G-Spot, the best sex and relationship education you'll ever get. Orgasms are the peak of sexual excitement. It is a powerful feeling of pleasure and erotic sensation. Orgasms increase the levels of oxytocin, which is the bonding hormone, combat stress, and gives you that sex glow. Some women have never experienced an orgasm and are okay with that, and some women are distressed by not having experienced an orgasm. So joining me today to talk about female orgasms is Haley Helveston, who is a holistic health coach turned sex and relationship coach. Haley realized that she was more interested in sexuality and spirituality than studying health. Haley studied with a sex coach for a year and took lots of courses and read lots of books on sexuality. At the time, Haley was unable to have an orgasm, so she got to the root of that. Haley's mission is to teach women how to connect with their sexuality and feel safe in their bodies. She is also on a mission to educate the world about sexuality in a healthy and holistic way. Welcome to the show, Haley. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I have to say that I did read your uh, website and I did do a bit of research on you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, and this is why I asked you to come on the show because I was super, super, super excited to talk to you actually, um, you know, about female orgasms, learn about your experience, um, you know, personally and professionally. And I have to say, I'm really intrigued about sexuality and spirituality because that's pretty much the path that I'm on. So, you know, if you could just tell me a little bit about that. Yes. You know, what's so funny too, is people don't think those are related. They're definitely related. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Um, okay. So basically for me, you know, I'm, I grew up from Alabama, grew up religious and I, you know, sex was always something that people didn't really talk about. It was something that married people did. And so basically I, um, I was on an antidepressant in my early 20s, and I could not have an orgasm. And I literally remember asking my girlfriends, I was like, well, how's your sex life? What's going on? And it seemed like everybody was having orgasms but me, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And so I started to, like, that's when I really got into, like, health and, like, learning about, like, what is going on, you know? And I and I remember seeing a therapist at the time and I saw him for years and he kept telling me over and over again that there was nothing wrong with me. But I literally remember thinking like, what is going on? Because, you know, our society doesn't talk about this. And this is why I'm so passionate about speaking about this is because there are millions of women that have never had one or have trouble having one. And yet people don't talk about it. Yeah. You know? And so then I ended up realizing, I went to my psychiatrist and she said, oh, don't worry about it. This is most likely your antidepressant. We can just prescribe you another pill to counteract the side effects of that pill. And so then I'll be on three different pills and you'll be good to go. This is a common problem. I'm like, what? I know, not ridiculous. And so I ended up getting off all that, going the holistic route. And then, you know, two years later, went to a sexual spiritual retreat. And then that got me really into spirituality because, you know, spirituality, that's what I really like about that is it's all about you taking your power back. Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. Yeah. And so that's what we, that's what all women need to be doing, not going to their doctor, you know, then saying some stupid pill or something like that. I want women to take responsibility for their health and their sexuality. Yeah. And how did your life change when you started taking the spirituality path in terms of your sexuality? I mean, my whole life changed, you know, like I started yeah. a business. I stopped dating the person I was dating because I mean, he looked great on paper, but I was just dating him just to date him. <laughs> you yeah, know? sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just like a completely different person. And so I think that it is so important doing this work because a lot of people don't, or at least I'm sure you run into this. I run into this with women. It's almost like this is that one area that people don't want to talk about. Like yeah. everybody can talk about, oh, I'm on the new diet plan or, you know, manifestation's huge now. So, oh, I'm, I'm doing this with law of attraction or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, the sexuality is a big piece of that, but you're ignoring it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. And I have to say, like, with um, with the clients that I've seen, I, I've seen both sides. The, and what you were just talking about, you know, women talking to their girlfriends and feeling a bit distressed, you know, oh, my girlfriends have had an orgasm, but I haven't. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm missing out. And I've also seen the flip side of that. Well, I've never had an orgasm, but it's okay because my friends have never had an orgasm as well. Mm-hmm. So I would ask my client, what is it that you want? And I would sort of, you know, and we all do talk to our friends and, you know, I don't discourage that. But what I do say to my clients is don't compare yourself. Don't compare your sexual experiences and your sexuality to your friends. Because that can be quite distressing as well. You know, we all have our own journey and own experiences and own, own upbringing. And, you know, and you're talking about religious, you know, background. It could be, you know, your cultural background or religious background that didn't talk too much about sexuality. So, you know, it's about exploring what you want and what you need in a respectful way. That's what I think anyway. Mm, I completely agree with you on that because that's one thing too that I've learned is it's like no one, I was just sitting there with a girlfriend before we did this podcast and I was talking to her about her and I have similar religious backgrounds, but again, no one knows your body like you do or people yeah. don't, we're all having different experiences, you know? That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, and one thing that I definitely encourage my clients to do is, you know, to um, work on connecting with your body and, you know, not comparing yourself to others, education, which is so important, enjoying the journey, not thinking about, you know, the destination, enjoying the journey and trying not to get frustrated, you know, because I think that if you want to get from point A to point B, some people get so focused on point B, but it's like, let's start with point, you know, point A and work our way and enjoy the journey of getting to point B rather than being so focused on getting to the destination. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you saw my post yesterday on Instagram and I talked about achieving an orgasm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I I love the way I had a woman recently tell me that, like the way she phrased it. And I was like, oh, no, because that's such a Western you know, go, 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 mass you and approach the sex. And it's like, no wonder why you're not enjoying it because you're, you're looking at it from an achiever mindset. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. And that's why I say experience an orgasm rather than achieving an orgasm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that it puts a bit less pressure. Totally. (laughs) Well, and for the men too, I'm sure you've seen like they're, 
there's so much pressure for them too to be like, did she come yet? Did she, is she, how's her experience? Ah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's when I, um, encourage communication as well between, um, you know, the couple in the bedroom or wherever you choose to have sex, you know, it's so important to communicate when having sex as well as, you know, communicate outside of the, um, the bedroom as well. And, you know, talking to your partner about what do you like and and it doesn't have to be a full conversation of course but you know there's another thing that I've noticed is that you know people assume oh well you know this has worked on other people so you know I assumed she or he or however you identify would like this or um she looked like she was enjoying it or she didn't look like she was enjoying it or you know it's like what well, did you ask <laughs> mm-hmm. did you have that conversation mm-hmm. you know did, you know and you can ask in a nice sexy way as well like you know I like it when you touch me here or does this feel good or you know make it fun Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think that that's I'm sure you've noticed this too I think it's just because our society I don't know what it is maybe we're just so hyper masculine now that people have made sex like a performance thing and it's not really that enjoyable of experience because it's it's kind of like this quick thing that it's go 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 they do it that's it yeah and I agree with you. I think it's more about enjoying the journey and the process. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and, yeah, it's just, you know, the media and how sex and orgasm is portrayed. I mean, that can be a bit misleading, I think, um, and give a false sense of um, hope and achievement as well. Yes, I agree with you. So, and I, I do tell people, don't get so hung up on what's in the media, you know, orgasm. I mean, and some people do orgasm within seconds or whatever or minutes. But, you know, I think that it's so important to, as we were talking about before, getting to know your body, exploring your body, not being so hard on yourself, not comparing to others as well. Yes, I so agree with you about that. I think that that's... Um... I just had a woman earlier today tell me that the G-spot isn't real for her. Mm. And I was like, yes, it is. You just haven't experienced it. You know, mm. I think that there's, I can't, I, it kind of goes back to what you're saying. There's so much competition with, well, I've only had a clitoral orgasm. I've never had G-spot. Maybe there's something wrong with me. And that's so sad. You know, when women say maybe there's something wrong with me, that I hear that a lot as well. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. I haven't experienced this or my friends have done this, this, and this, and I haven't. Or they say it feels like this or you've got to do it like this and it's just so hard. And I thought, wow, and where's the enjoyment, you know, because this mm-hmm. is you're putting so much pressure. Where, where's the enjoyment? Where's the fun that mm-hmm. you're having? You know, because I'm not hearing it. I'm just hearing that you're so frustrated. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It should be play. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. So I actually did get excited when, um, you know, when I read that you went from health coach to sex and relationship coach. I thought, yeah, good move. Good move. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, and you did explain, that, you know, about your experience and um, the retreat that you went to as well. So tell me a little bit about the, the um, women that you see in relation to um, the women who do have difficulty in um, experiencing an orgasm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, I think it's also, I don't know if it's what you're the kind of, kind of woman that you're dealing with, but a lot of times for me, the women come to me and they say, like, I had a client recently say, well, I'm about to get married and I don't really enjoy sex with my partner. Yeah. And so I think that they're, it's like a lot of women, they're really successful in their corporate jobs, but just completely disconnected from their feminine energy and from their body and from their sensuality and sexuality. Yeah. And they just feel disconnected and they feel like there's something missing, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think the, the other thing that I've noticed just to add on to what you've said is, um, you know, we could, you know, go about our day like, you know, I, I guess a, a robot or it just all comes natural to us. You know, we get up, we might work out, have a shower, have breakfast, whatever your morning looks like. We, do our jobs and we know how to do our jobs well and sex we just expect that it's going to be a certain way and we should know how to have sex and it should be like this and it should be like that and I guess we need more people like you and I you know teaching about sexuality because like you said um, earlier you don't get taught this you know you're not told about you know, well, yeah, that you know, you might experience an orgasm or you might not experience an orgasm. Um, and why don't you try X, Y, and Z? Or let's explore this, you know, or delve into this deeper to have a look at what could be the blocks. Instead, it's a pill or, oh, you just have to live with it or that's the way it is. Or, you know, there's not enough education there um, about, I guess, how sex can be and maybe why something is not working the way you would like it to work. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you about that. I mean, I don't know if your sex ed was like mine, but it was basically like it's, it's between married people. They talked about STDs, but they didn't mention pleasure at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah, and so that's the problem right there is from a very young age, we're not taught about pleasure, especially female pleasure. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> so, it. That is so, so true. Um, no, we're not. We're not taught about pleasure. And when you look at the clitoris, the clitoris has over 8,000 nerve endings and its only function is pleasure, to give pleasure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're right, it's, you know, sex between married people and you have babies and don't get STIs or use a condom or whatever it might be. That was pretty much the extent of my sex education as well. And I think, um, you know, my passion about sexuality came from, I don't know, many moons ago when I just thought, no, you know, there's got to be more. I started educating myself and then I was counselling mainly men, actually, older men who just gave up, who just felt that or believed at a certain age, um, you know, their penis didn't work and erectile dysfunction, you know, was just a thing that happened after a certain age and that was it and you get go on with your life. And I thought, oh, geez, you know, and I, I thought, no, there's got to be more, there's got to be more and that's when I started delving deeper into the whole sexuality world and educating myself so I could educate others and it's something that I'm really, really passionate about. Yes, I love it. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's something too that women don't realize is like when you're when you're confident in that area, it's going to affect other areas, other areas of your life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, going back to your experience and um, when you started on this um, 
sexuality and spirituality journey, you said that you were unable to have an orgasm yourself. And Mm -hmm. after the retreat, your life changed a lot for the better. So tell me, what does the um, version 2.0, as I like to put it, of Haley look Mm -hmm. like now? How has it changed for the better? And, um, you know, sexually, how have things improved? Mm. Okay, well, for me, I mean, obviously now it's way easy. Now I have a clitoral orgasm every time. Yeah. Now, sometimes for me, still G-spot, I only with like partners that I'm emotionally connected with for me, mm. just because yeah. of that. Um, but I think now it's like every time, no matter what. And I think it's just like I'm more confident, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that was something that I now see when I remember a woman telling me before I was able to have an orgasm. They were like, oh, it just, it just affects your, your state of being, your confidence in who you are. And now I get that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I've felt the same way as well. You know, a few years ago, I was dating someone who was a bit younger than me, but I just, you know, it just made me feel so powerful and sexual as a woman. You know, I just, I connected with myself um, on this really deep level. And even though it wasn't a, um, a long-term relationship, it was more, you know, a sexual relationship, it felt really good. You know, I was mm-hmm. glowing and it was amazing. And you're right, there is this confidence that kind of builds within you. And yes. it's fantastic. <laughs> and it, I think all women should experience it. Yes, Heidi. Listen, I always tell women, I'm like, ladies, y'all don't need the antidepressants and alcohol or shopping or whatever else you're going to. I'm like, have multiple orgasms every day. That'll be your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. Yes. I was with a guy last year who I was just walking differently. (laughs) Yes. You kind of have this skip in your walk. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, and I guess, you know, for people who um, have a vulva, you know, the advantage that we have is that we can have multiple orgasms. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. So, yes, and I do get excited about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with you. But I also think, you know, for the men listening, you can too. You just have to practice. <laughs> oh, definitely. And I'll definitely be doing another podcast on um, focusing on um, male um, orgasms as well. So I haven't oh, forgotten, about, forgotten about the fellas. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess, you know, I just wanted to focus on female um, orgasms. And I know that with my experience and, you know, I know with yourself, Hayley, um, just, you know, meeting women, whether it's, you know, in my practice or even socially or friends who have had difficulty having orgasms, you know, it varies. Either they've never experienced one or they can't experience one during penetrative sex or only during masturbation Mm -hmm. and they're quite distressed by it, really distressed. And I've noticed that as a common theme. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Haley, tell me what, what are your thoughts on, um, masturbation? Because this is something that I do recommend for my, um, for my clients, um, as part of their exercise or home play, as I like to put it, mm-hmm. um, the mindful masturbation in 
you know, in order to connect with um, your body. Oh, I mean, I'm way for that. I mean, I've spoken, I spoke to a woman once where she, um, she had never even stuck her finger inside of her. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy that sometimes, you know, especially the upbringing if you're really religious, it's like, you know, you're taught masturbation is really wrong. So I think that, yeah, I'm very pro self-pleasure. I have women all the time and I'm just like, you know, even if you have a partner, you should still be self-pleasuring. You know, that's still, that does not replace it because it's about developing a healthier sexual relationship with you because you're always going to be there. (laughs) Well, that's it. I love how you put that. That is so true. Yeah. I mean, he comes (laughs) and goes, hopefully he stays, but you know, you need to be with you. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I say to my clients as well, you know, um, and hence the, uh, the exercises to the masturbation exercises, you know, it starts with you about exploring your body, having a look at your genitals. I find that women get a bit, um, they find that confronting. Have you found that? Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of Betty Dodson. Have you heard of her? Yeah. Yes. I I love Betty. Yes. I've heard that too. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Well, you know, what's weird too, is I remember when I was really struggling in those few years of not being able to have an orgasm. I remember the very first time I was just looking down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, you're right. It's so weird. Like we should not be ashamed of our own body parts, but our society has such a weird relationship with uh, vulvas. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it's all part of you know connecting with yourself, the touching, the exploring your genitals, having a look at your genitals, knowing what's down there <laughs> and what you're dealing with. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> And so I also, um, what I like to tell, you know, my clients and I've also given a few workshops as well on female orgasms, you know, there are some factors that can affect or may affect um, your, you know, having an orgasm and that could be hormone changes as well, mm-hmm. whether it's menopause or um, childbirth, um, not not being stimulated enough as well. Um, I've also found that there are some people who are a bit scared to let go. You know, they say that they feel they feel like this build up in their bodies, but they're just scared to let go. You know, they feel that they need to have that control. Um, medications can be another one, or you know, fears around sex and whether that's you know because of bad experiences or painful sex or whether it's an, you know upbringing, mm-hmm. cultural, religious, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Um, it could also be lack of body confidence as well. Has that been sort of similar to what you've seen with the women that you've been dealing with? Yeah, definitely. And I would also say that I agree with you about the whole letting go and surrendering. I talk about that a lot because, but it also goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like if you don't feel safe in your body or maybe you're not yeah. with a partner that you've developed that safety, because I always yeah. tell women, I'm like, he should be, he creates a safety, you know? Yeah. So yeah. if you don't feel safe, then yeah, of course you're not going to have an orgasm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, I also suggest things like lube as well because I've had women say, oh, you know, my vagina feels dry. It's like, well, yeah, water-based lube is okay. Um, and I'm, I know this sounds crazy, but I've had some women think that they're a bit of a failure or they're worried that the person that they're about to have sex with thinks that they're not turned on enough. 
and they're too embarrassed to um, say oh, or suggest let's l- use lube. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, honey, <laughs> this is all part of, you know, having sex and fun and, you know, lube, like, I don't know, rub it all over your body, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just get all excited. Like don't take it so seriously. And it's certainly not failure. Our bodies work differently. Sometimes we need to be more stimulated. You know, it could be any reason or sometimes some women just don't get lubricated enough and that's why lube is developed it's okay yeah i mean i also think it's um one thing that i've noticed or at least for me i don't know if any of the other ladies can they're listening can relate to this but i would say stress too like if you're really stressed out it's yeah. hard to get turned on yeah yeah <laughs> yeah emotional stress relationship worries yeah um yeah yeah, drug and alcohol. Mm-hmm. There are so many other factors um, that could be sort of impacting on um, a person not having an orgasm and not being able to have an orgasm. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, and then it goes back to what you're saying, which I wish that they would teach this, is if you rush through it and you don't do enough foreplay, obviously you're not going to be wet enough yeah. unless you were just yeah. like dying, unless you were like ready to go before he got there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. Um, so some of the things that I suggest is masturbation, as we spoke about, or maybe even exploring with different sex toys. I mean, there are so many sex toys out there. And, um, you know, I never recommend one in particular because there's just so many and it really depends on the individual. Yeah, I agree with you about that. I mean, I, I think it's, a lot of women need to be careful though, because they get dependent on the vibrators. Yeah, 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 um, and that's another concern that I've heard as well. Um, you know, I can only um, have an orgasm if I use my sex toy, or I'm worried that I'll become dependent on it. And you know, it's about mixing it up. Yes, I think mm-hmm. you know that's that's important. Being present in the moment as well, because automatically your mind is like, "Will it happen?" You know, what if I don't get turned on enough or what if the person I'm with thinks that he's a, or she or whoever they are, whatever they identify as is a failure because I haven't had an orgasm. It's like be present in the moment because once your mind starts wandering, that's it. It's like losing a heart on. <laughs> it's gone. Mm, yes. That used to happen to me when I was, <laughs> it's so funny. That is so true because I, I remember when I was with dating that guy and I could not have an orgasm and there were so many times where I would just be sitting there. And then I would get really close, like when we were having sex, and, and then it wouldn't happen. And yeah. then I would be like, oh, my God. But the thing is, is that when you have – so for all the women listening, if you're going through that struggle and that, like, stress, you've mm. got to let go of the pressure and just focusing on just enjoying it. That's it. That's it. Enjoying the moment. Yeah, because then Ex- you don't want to do it if it gets to that point. Yeah, yeah exploring with a partner as well and as I mentioned earlier communication you know it feels good when you touch me here I love it when you kiss my yep and yeah I I think that's so important like I said it doesn't have to be a full-on conversation (laughs) I know that I know I don't like a lot of chit chat Mm. yeah yeah totally (laughs) but we do need to get comfortable telling our partners what we Mm. like and what feels good and you'd be surprised Haley, or maybe you wouldn't at the amount of couples that sort of look at me and go oh 
It's like, oh, wow, what's so daunting about that? And they just find it a bit, you know, confronting and horrifying. Oh, I I don't know if I could tell my partner that. Why not? (laughs) Oh, my God. No, yes, I agree with you about that. And I also think it's like, how do I say this? Um, Yeah, I've actually dealt with that too. And it's like, I always say, and me and one of my other friends that's in this industry always says that too. Like, if you can't talk about that, what else are you not talking Mm. about? Exactly. I mean, obviously, you know, we all talk about this every day. I'm used to talking about sex. But if you are not talking about that, are you also not talking about your finances either? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, A few other tips. Uh, Sex positions as well. That's another thing that I like to suggest Mm -hmm. to clients, maybe exploring different sex positions. Um, Obviously, you know, you would like to get to that point where you do have that orgasmic experience, but I keep drumming into people, enjoy the moment, enjoy using the sex toys, enjoy mutual masturbation, enjoy experimenting with different positions um, rather than, oh, we've got to see if this works and, you know, getting so tense and... um frustrated and I keep saying that because honestly Haley and I'm sure you see it too the amount of times I see people get frustrated well I was going through the steps and I was thinking about this and I was doing that and I was like well where was the fun mm. yeah <laughs> your your head was elsewhere darling where was where was the mm. fun <laughs> no you're right man and mm. when did sex become so like hard <laughs> I don't know yeah. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. right about that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I do suggest, you know, to look at lifestyle. Um, you look at one's lifestyle, as I said before, about, you know, drug and alcohol, um, you know, diet as well, whether, whether you feel your medications might be impacting on, um, whether it's your sex drive or anything sexually, um, to speak to your medical practitioner about that and to also see a therapist as well. Yeah. Listen, there's no shame in that. I mean, I've, I've seen therapists and coaches. I'm all about that mm. for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just also wanted to quickly ask you, cause I've noticed, see, I, um, I see myself as a sexologist and a relationship counsellor, but I'm also noticing a lot of sex and relationship coaches or sex coaches. So can you just explain a bit for the listeners what a sex coach is? Yes. So to be honest with you, I think it's, yeah, I'm glad we're talking about this. I personally think that a sex coach is someone that just focuses on in terms of sex, in terms of like sex positions, ways to enhance your sexual experiences, maybe communication, that kind of thing. For me, I focus on everything in terms of your relationship, maybe if you're single, um, like patterns and dating boundaries, um, self-love. It's not just sex. It's everything. It's your relationship with yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I did do a podcast on the relationship with oneself mm. because I think that's one of the most important things. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so how can people find you, Haley? Um, in website, social media, people want to find out a bit more about you and the work you do. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, 
Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, it's just my name, Haley.Helveston. And then Mm -hmm. YouTube, it is Your Guide to Love. And my podcast is called Your Guide to Love. So, yeah, tell them to message me. I would love to hear from them. Definitely, definitely. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time. I've absolutely loved chatting with you, um, especially about this wonderful topic. Um, and thank you for um, sharing your experience yes, as well. Yes, definitely. It's an important topic. <laughs> so maybe next, um, for the next topic, we can um, talk about male orgasms Oh, yeah, together. definitely. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> let's do it let's Sounds do great. it all right Haley. um thank you so much okay thank you thank you for listening be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow me on social media at heidi g spot and check out the website at heidigcounseling.com join me next time on the g spot because the world is a better place when there's great sex and relationships